world is like a ride at an amusement park. And when you choose to go on it, you think it's real because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills and it's very brightly colored and it's very loud and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride for a long time and they begin to question, is this real or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered and they come back to us and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid ever because this is just a ride. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. All right, welcome back, friends, to episode three of the Happy Campers Jamcast, THC Jamcast. This is Jason Lonham joining you as always with my good friends Matt Trepo to my left, to my far left, uh, nursing his bush light like always, Mr. Andrew Gander. That clip you heard at the beginning was uh, Bill Hicks. Bill was a comedian that, uh, that got popular in the late 80s, early 90s, actually died prematurely at the age of 32, actually died in Little Rock, Arkansas. Did some dark comedy before kind of dark comedy was cool. Some political stuff. Um, I really like Bill Hicks. Got a lot of stuff on YouTube if you're into that sort of thing. That particular clip was from his last special he ever filmed in 1992 called Revelations. Uh, but Bill Hicks did some cool stuff. Later, uh, when he got cancer, he got pa pancreatic cancer. He actually uh, did some of his comedy. He played guitar. Uh, made, made a guitar album and then played comedy over that, uh, which was kind of groundbreaking at the time. And they released those posthumously after he died. And they were kind of big hits. Uh, I know a lot of y'all are probably familiar with that from Tool. Mm -hmm. He's featured on one of Tool's uh, songs. I'm not sure which one. I'm not a big Tool fan. Don't crucify me. Which is called Third Eyes yeah. from the uh, anime album. Okay. Well, I did a little research today. And actually, before he died... Tool and Bill Hicks were kind of in the preliminary planning stages of doing a tour together. They really dug what he did, and uh, they actually met at Lollapalooza in 1993, yeah. and they started having these discussions. And, and they then, shared a fan base. Like yeah. they, Makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. And didn't didn't he actually open for them one or two times? I, I read conflicting reports that he oh, okay. opened for them at Lollapalooza in 1993. I could never find any hard evidence of that. I don't know, but well, I've listened to all of uh, uh, Maynard's book. The it's called "A Perfect Union of Contrary Things." I've listened to all of that, and it it goes into all that. But I don't have the greatest memory. It was great in the moment when I was listening to it, but I can't. Now, for those that don't know, Maynard is oh, he's the lead, he's the lead singer, front man of Tool. Right. Okay. Has I knew been. that. I just know yeah. there may be oh, people yeah, out yeah, there yeah, that yeah. Sure. And JK, so, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about several things tonight. If you remember last week, we uh, we did a little research on PantyDeal.com, kind of getting oh, into the yeah. uh, online panty sales thing, deep oh, diving yeah. into that, because evidently emails. that's the thing. So we got some good suggestions for our username for PantyDeal.com. We're also going to talk money. about maybe the first jobs we ever had. We're uh, First jobs, favorite jobs, terrible, worst jobs we've ever had, maybe what we're doing now. And then we're going to close with some uh, just talking about our favorite comedians. Actually, we're going to open with that. I said close. We can edit that out maybe. I don't know, but or maybe not. So uh, as we said, we thought it'd be fun tonight to open up talking about our favorite. We're all big fans of comedy. Mm -hmm. A lot of the podcasts we listen to are uh, comedian-based. Comedians do those. Uh, and we're all big fans of comedy. Uh, I'm going to start off. I, I really like uh, the, the late, great George Carlin. I was a big fan of of his, of course, Bill Hicks, I like him, uh, you know, and, and this is kind of a weird thing. I really like a lot of Chris Rock stand-up. I think Chris Rock is a brilliant stand-up comedian. Wasn't he on HBO? He was, yeah. but he is a shitty actor. Oh, yeah, he's not very good. And usually comedians can translate to acting pretty good, right? He was like, look at Robin the... Williams. Robin Williams comedian, but then he won an Oscar for Good Will Hunting, right? So a lot of times comedy directly translates to good acting. 
But bless his heart, Chris Rock can't act worth a shit. But some of his, you know, his his one stand-up comedy special he puts out on HBO over two years, some of that stuff is great. One of my favorite bits he ever does uh, kind of hit home personal with me because um, when I first got married, I was 23 years old, right? It wasn't long after uh, Tina and I got married that uh, we found out that we were going to have a kid. Well, now I'm married. I've got a kid on the way. I've got to be a responsible adult. So what do you have to do? You have to go get life insurance. So part of getting life insurance, for those of you that don't know, they they make you take a physical. They make you take a drug test. They make you take all this stuff. So one of the parts of of applying for this life insurance policy, I think I was getting a $100,000 life insurance policy, right? So part of this was... Very responsible move. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I try. So they made me take a blood test where they checked my cholesterol, my sh- blood sugar, my blood, glu- my blood glucose, all of that stuff. Well, they also made me take an AIDS test, an HIV test. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, here's the thing. When they do That's all this intense. blood work, when they do all this blood work, they, they send you to their doctor. They do it. And then they say, okay, we'll let you know. So you sit around for like it, what seemed like two weeks because this was in the mid 90s so it seemed like it was like two weeks before i heard anything about all of this so during this two weeks sitting around you start thinking about a lot of crazy shit that you did right because you think they made me take this hiv test oh this aids test and i'm <laughs> like stallion. oh my god and you start thinking about, so chris rock I wanted to introduce this clip because when I heard Chris Rock do this bit, and one of the things that makes comedy great, the funniest of comedy is because it's so damn relatable. So we're going to play this clip for you. One of my favorite little one minute clips from Chris Rock. That's right, man. AIDS is scary, man. I took my AIDS test, passed it, got 65. You know what's scary about the AIDS test? What's scary about the AIDS test? You don't get the results back for five days. Five days. Woo, that's a long time. And you know what happens in those five days? You start reflecting. You start thinking about every nasty, skank-ass, questionable piece of sex you ever had. And everybody got a few. And you're like, ah, God, what the fuck was I thinking? 1993, woo! She didn't even have teeth, oh, God. What the fuck was on my mind? It's like the movie Scrooge and the ghost of Pussy Pass comes. Remember me? I'm Itchy, the stripper from Miami. All right, so that was Chris Rock's bit about waiting on his AIDS test, and I, I know there's people out there that can relate to that shit. It's funny. Come on, how it's many Chris questionable Rock, pieces of sex have you had? Justin? Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how long the list is. But you start freaking thinking about them. Everybody's had one or two. Oh yeah, and that's the thing, man. Yeah. So anyway, glad to say I passed my test. Flying colors. So 60, got my life 65. insurance. Did get my life insurance policy. So now I'm covered if a croak over. You know, cool. get, get a little bit of dough for the for the old lady and the kiddos. So, um, but yeah, so I, man, I love that bit by Chris Rock. Like I said, great stand up comedian. Going back to Bill Hicks, um, a lot of Bill Hicks stuff is really uh, deep into psychedelics and drugs. You don't have a lot of experience in that at all, so I can't speak to it from that from that perspective. But he does a great bit, and just because I think it's so damn funny. Uh, I want to play that for you because we're all talking about our favorite stuff. And this is just a little short clip, but this just kind of gives you a glimpse of uh, the brilliance of Bill Hicks. How about a positive LSD story? Wouldn't that be newsworthy just once to base your decision on information rather than scare tactics and superstitions and lies? I think it would be newsworthy. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. All right, so yeah, there was some more Bill Hicks for you, so... Uh, George Carlin, Bill Hicks, uh, Chris Rock, his stand-up's got to be up there for me. 
Uh, can't think, guys. Who Matt? We'll throw it to you. Who's some of your favorite comedians? Who do you like to listen to? Uh, oh, also uh, like, uh, like, uh, what's the little short guy that's that's uh, on TV all the time? Pat Oswalt. Yeah, I love Pat Oswalt. He's too. a weird little fuck, but man, I love that guy's yeah. comedy. I love good. it. I can relate to a lot of his stuff too. Just nerdy, geeky humor. I, I get that too. So, Matt, what what about you? What you listen to? Like, what you go to comedy jam? Man, if I'm go to, um, I would say Dave Chappelle. Oh, I forgot did, about Dave. Definitely yeah. my number one. Ooh, yeah. um, that's that's Let's honestly got to be mine too. Yeah, uh, you like, can't beat it. If, if you I like comedy it. and he's not in your top three, then you don't fucking like. Comedy. Yeah, Dave, yes. Dave Chappelle's probably my favorite. Genius. Yeah. I don't yeah, throw that I mean, word around very often, but that dude's genius. No, he, he's that good. Chappelle's show, man. I mean, that was, you know, I was before it's time. He's got a way of portraying the stuff that people are thinking, but also having a way to say it that makes sense to everybody. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's got a nice touch on it. Well, I think I the best comedians like that understand the human condition. And understand just how screwed up and funny it really is. How much we're all alike and how much we all think about the same crap. Oh, it's fun. Like you yeah. said, you know, because yeah. when I watch Chappelle's show, I'm not a black dude, but I got a lot of the stuff he said and it related to my life. Yeah. And that made it even funnier because there was oh, somebody God, out there suffering hilarious. the same crap I was. Dave Chappelle. He's digging those boots in his couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, couch, fuck your couch. I'm Rick James, bitch. Well, that's actually, man, uh, I... That was my introduction, really, to Dave Chappelle. Well, before that, he was in the he was in the movie Half Baked. That was a that was a nice cult classic. It was funny, yes. but I mean, the Dave Chappelle show that was going on when I well when me and Matt both were in high school, and uh, and my friend Tony here, he's he's sitting over here in the corner tonight. He's he's not really feeling getting on the microphone, but he's here hanging out anyways. Me and I Tony, don't. we used to watch Dave Chappelle's show all the time when uh, when we were in high school, and that was the best thing ever. I think it came on on Wednesday nights yep. at like 9 o'clock because that was the first thing. Like everybody would come to school the next day. I was probably 11th or 12th grade, and you'd come into school, and... All you would do is just repeat everything that you heard on the Dave Chappelle show. So what would you oh, yeah. say your favorite? Yeah. If you just had to pick one out of the air, you just pick one out of the air, first thing that pops in your head, what was one of your favorite Chappelle show bits? Clayton Bigsby. Black yeah. Well, that's way up there. Oh, that's right. that is, that's not only one of the best Dave Chappelle bits. That's probably one of the funniest things in sketch comedy history. Yeah. Was that. That was... Now, for those out there that don't, prop there, uh, we gotta assume there's people out there that have not seen his character Clayton Bixby. So, just in the gentlest terms you can, give the audience just a brief description of what this sketch entailed. Well, Clayton Bixby, it was a, it was a sketch, and Dave Chappelle he played the character of Clayton Bixby, but he was a white supremacist. He was just a an old man. He was in the he was in the Ku Klux Klan and all that. But the twist was to it is he was a black guy, but he was blind, <laughs> so he didn't know that he was black. He didn't know he but hated himself. All of the people you know around him said, "Well, he's so important to the movement. You know, we can't yeah. we can't tell him that he's black." So they great. knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they knew, but it it just broke his heart. So. Um, and then they even go back and talk to this old lady that was one of his school teachers. It was a school for the blind. And they they interviewed her and she said, Well, he was he was the only black kid in the class. So we just found that it would be a whole lot better if we just told him that he was white too. <laughs> so from the age from then on that like he just lived a life of the lie that he was he was a white guy. So did they had, ever break the news to Clayton? He had pretty staunch opinions on all kinds on race of matters. Uh, yeah, the news did end up getting broken to him. Um, he was at a book signing one day. He had he had he had written a couple of books that I probably just ought not mention the names of. <laughs> but he had written a couple of books, and he had a book signing, and you know everybody was so pumped to see him and. 
Hey, Clayton, show us your face. You want to see my face? <laughs> I'll show him my face. Hold this, Jasper. Pulls his hood off. Everybody, everybody just goes insane. <gasps> One guy's head even explodes. Yeah. And uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, that was that a good was, one. That was a pretty good sketch. Matt, you got any Chappelle that. show? Uh, any, any good Chappelle any, show memories? Anything on For What It's Worth. Um, is excellent. See, I go up to the Chappelle show. One of my favorite was the Mad Real World, like the playoff on the Real World, where where it's all <laughs> oh, the people. Yeah. Then the one like real naive white guy from Colorado. Yeah, his name was Chad. Yeah, Chad. Yeah, his yeah. girlfriend's name was Katie. Then correction, didn't have, I correction. Did, I did have sex with Katie. Yeah, yeah. you had sex with me, Lysol. No, remember Lysol? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> And the I think I think Chad ended up getting stabbed. Yeah, he got shaked too. Yeah, yeah. He, he got. No, his stabbed. dad. His dad got. His shaked. dad got. Stabbed. <laughs> yeah, his dad came to see him. Yeah, yeah, and his dad got shaked. Yeah. God, these are some. I was thinking. Man, who though, thinks um, of that, man? That was such a well thought out premise. Like who? That that's just incredible. Yes. Correction. I had sex with Katie too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was some good stuff. So, Matt, you you were referring to his comedy special, right? Is that what you were talking yes. about? Yes, yes. Okay, which one was it? That's the one he's most famous for. Uh, that one. And one more. You know, he's got some uh, newer ones out on Netflix. Them and I watched those, and they were pretty good. There's no telling what Netflix is paying that guy. Oh yeah, major. Oh, everything. Money. I mean, yeah. You go up there and do an hour's worth of stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, they Jill, said I heard a rumor that he used to just kind of go on the streets of New York and just set up and do like comedy just off the cuff, just to like test new stuff out. Like well, he just walk up and start on the street corner and start telling jokes and people gather around and that'd be great. Well, the thing is that most comedians out there that put out these one hour long specials, for the most part, the ones that are going pretty steady, they'll put one out every two years or so. And Dave Chappelle, I'm pretty sure he's put out about four or five in the last three years. Yeah, and they've all been they've all been hilarious. Yes, like that. You know, they're they're all great. He's he's definitely at the top of his game for sure. I'm. Uh, I was a big fan of, for what it's worth, and killing them softly. I used to watch. I used to watch first. Uh, killing them softly. That's the one I was thinking of. That's, that's the, the one, one he's in DC. Yes, that's the one I was thinking. For of. what it's worth, he was in San Francisco, and I'm gonna play you a clip from it, which is one of my favorite parts. Do it. From now on, I smoke weed exclusively with white people. <laughs> Calm down, motherfuckers. You win by default. <laughs> you got good weed conversation. All white people talk about when they get high is other times that they got high. <laughs> I can listen to that shit all night. Dude, remember at Frank's last week? It's fucking smashed, man. And catalogs everything they drink. Two shots of Jaeger. Tequila. Four bong hits, man. Beer. Cheeseburger. That shit is great. The only bad part is you cannot pass out around white people. Every time white dudes pass out around each other, they always do some borderline gay shit when the guy's asleep. Frank fell asleep, so he like stuck a carrot in his ass and put shaving cream on his balls. Like, why, motherfucker? Why would you do that to a friend of yours? He trusted you enough to sleep around you. You gonna put a carrot in his ass? Is that, is that nice? All right, so yeah, Dave Chappelle, and it's hard to beat that stuff. So listen, if you've got a, a a clip you think we'd like, we're all huge fans of the comedy genre, right? If you got a clip you think we'd like, send it to us, thcjamcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We may play it on the pod next week. 
We're going to start filtering our comedy. Uh, see what y'all like, because I'm all the time looking for new stuff to listen to. That's right. And, and speaking of the comedians, man, a lot of those have made an inroads into the podcast. You know, Joe Rogan, I guess he's the largest podcaster in the world. He claims to be a comedian. Uh, Joey Diaz has a podcast. I know you listen to your mom's house. With, oh, dude, Tom oh, Segura, yeah. Yeah, love Tom Segura. Yeah, that's another great, comedian. So. We were talking Man, about our Theo like, Vaughn. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I mean, there, dude, we could go on for days. If Dave Chappelle hadn't started a podcast, that dude is missing out. Yeah. Man, these are the things that I listen to throughout my day. They brighten up my freaking day. Sure, oh, man. Yeah. It is good to listen to people, hear them laugh, hear, hear stuff that makes you laugh. Stuff that makes you LOL when you're in the vehicle by yourself. We all need to LOL a little bit more, man. Oh, man. It it's just a ride. Good. Like the sure. Donkey Show it's podcast. That's, yeah. I mean, so last up. week on the podcast, we that's took right. a we took a dive into the pantydeal.com to look at the <laughs> sordid underworld of mail order panties. Evidently, this is a thing. I still don't get it. But we ask our listeners to send us some uh, names, our usernames, so we could create our account on pantydeal.com to start selling our happy camper underwear. By the way, Andrew, what kind of underwear wear are you? You you strike me as a whitey tidy man. I strike you as a waddy tidy guy. Are you being dead serious? No, not really. I okay. don't know. Maybe. I, I would think he's in some boxer briefs. Yeah, maybe. I wore box. the boxer briefs. I bet yeah, he buys it at Walmart's. Yeah. I think I wore, um, there was one time, since me and Melissa have been married, there was one time, I don't know if it was like the only thing I had clean or what, but I wore some waddy tidies. and she has never really gave a whole lot of a shit about anything that I do as far as what I wear. And my clothing decisions or anything. But, but that was, was a deal breaker. There was one time in our relationship, she told me that I just do not need to be wearing those. You know, I went to the Goodwill. <laughs> that was, that I'm, a was, big, I'm a big Goodwill guy, man. When I'm bored on Saturdays or Sundays, I'll run down to the Goodwill just to see what kind of blazers you they buy got. underwear. You no, buy no, underwear. I, hell no. I was just about to but say, did you know, I went to Goodwill and they had a whole rack of whitey tidies, like size 48. Like oh. these were the whitey tidies with like the blue and gold band around them, <laughs> with, like about the inch yeah. thick band. I was thinking, yeah. who in the actual hell would buy underwear at Goodwill more skid marks did, did, than George. Yeah, did you look for skid marks? Now, I will tell you, I did do some examination. They looked new to me. I would still would not have bought them because that's not the style that I wear, and they were not the right size. But wait, they looked new. They did not you, look worn or used. The the bands weren't all stretched out and gross. When you sure. say you examined them. Did you smell them? Hell no! Oh come but on! When you're I a, saw when I saw them know, hanging on, yeah, but everything at Goodwill has that same damn smell. Yes, oh, the yeah. Goodwill. Everything. I have bought what, plenty bleach? of stuff at Goodwill. I found some treasures there. I've bought Matt several shirts at Goodwill because little tiny guys like him. Oh, they have all kinds dude, of small and medium. You can stuff. go into if you're yeah. a tiny guy like Matt, you can go into the Goodwill and you can have you a fly ass suit oh yeah I, and within 12 minutes i bought a jc penny suit it's all of the coolest looking stuff they ever have in there is for tiny guys and i mean i just usually end up finding some corduroy pants yeah or something yeah. and a, some whitey tidies a shirt with a kitten on it that says damn i'm glad to be me ma or yeah something like that yeah care bear shirt yeah that's One nice. time I bought a shirt, it was like an airbrushed shirt, and it had actual pictures of people, and it said, like, Mama's Little Angels. Oh, and it I remember had that. Like, you sent me a picture. It had, I like, died. three different kids on it. I don't know whose they was, but I wore it. They were Mama's Angels, man. Yeah, sure. Is that like Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, you know, when we when we pick a name, we're, we're going to have to start making money on this deal. It's called Operation Dirty Money. So where's the underwear going to come from? Like, See, this is what I'm thinking. We've got one extra person in the room, and he is actually one that Melissa, likes to go where to you the at? gym, and he likes to work out, and he likes to walk. You know, he is very physical, you know, nice physique He man. sweats a lot in these. He probably farts a couple of times. Oh, yeah. You know, and he, he eats nice things so that farts, underwears probably smell, you know, I guess appeasing to to so, to farts. I, I mean, y'all so put way I think too much thought into this. Tony, we're gonna get his underwear, and this is gonna be his panty. We'll use his picture, 
Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're going to want We can't pictures. use our pictures, man. No. No. I th- what I about me and Andrew's? Tony, I mean, they Tony will is going to be the profile picture. For I know there might be some chubby chasers out there that want me and, and Andrew's underwear. And we're outside and we're talking about this. And uh, Tony's like, yeah, I got on these right here. And he shows us what underwear he's got on. And they are just. He is wearing Star Wars like girl boy short panties. Oh, they I mean, like I, they've got a shine to them. Somewhat. I kind of want to smell them now, just looking at them. I mean, look at it. Uh, Not nah, his. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty cool looking. He did so, say he worked out right before he came over. They that's right. Had, they yeah, probably got did. that good. But you know what? That price the, up on the, the thing bill. is, the thing is, as crazy as it may sound, is there is a market out there. Yes. That right now, Tony could take off of his underwear and, and take off of his underwear. Tony could take off his underwear. We could stick them in a manila envelope. Yeah. And we could ship those to some young lady or gentleman. Cream of some young that guy. That might really enjoy having yes. those. There's and I think if there. we gave Tony a profile picture yep. and really just listed out what he's all about. Yep. You know, man, it's all about the presentation, fellas. Yeah. We got to have a nice. I mean, we got to have a nice. We could build up. him a good resume. Yes, yes. Oh, we yeah. could build him an excellent resume on there. And if there's, there's young ladies Iraq, out how there, many times been to Iraq? or a few times, he's been to Iraq a few times. I mean, he 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 gets around. See, like cha-ching, he, he, price just went up. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah. See, that's more profile beef. We don't just make that thing just. I think I think huge. there is. I think there's a market out there for it. Uh, if we just found our certain lane, and you know, if we could, if we could get some profits off of it, we could buy some more podcast gear. We could get us an interface right. or whatever. We could have nicer things. I mean, sure. of course, we're going to pay the model. You I know, mean, we're going to give him his cut. What, 10%? I'm, t- I'm telling you, there is there's a market yeah. out there for this, and if you know. If you're not acting on it, you are leaving some serious money. Well, the table, first matter right? of business is creating our profile to get this, this stuff out true. there to the world. So Matt has some names pulled up that was sent to us by listeners and friends of ours. So uh, let Andrew's got some over there first. Andrew, I'll let you read a couple of your favorites. What do you got over there for username uh, username suggestions for our pantydeal.com profile? Uh, well, actually, the first one that came in to us was... Uh, was I believe this girl and her goiters <laughs> at pantydeal.com. This girl and her goiters. Isn't a goiter like a boil? This girl has <laughs> boils? Well, as a matter yeah. of fact, I did have to Google. I thought it's garters. One. This girl and her garters. No, I'm that no, no. G O Okay, you're gonna to have to look that up. Google that shit. What is it? What is a goiter? I swear to God, it's a boil or something. So this girl like a and hairy her boiler. goiters. G o i d e r. T e r. While he's uh, while he's looking that up, Google has found it. Oh, it is goiter. G o i t e r. Okay, read the definition of a goiter if you can. Um. It is an abnormal enlargement of your thyroid gland. Your thyroid I'm is a butterfly-shaped gland located at the base of your neck just below your Adam's apple. Although goiters are usually painless, a large goiter can cause cough and make it difficult for you to swallow or breathe. I don't think that suggestion, I don't think that means what he thinks it So means. we got this girl and her goiters. Her enlarged uh, thyroid gland. Thyroid gland. I, I think sound, they make medicine for that. Good to me, but oh I think we should carry on. Yeah, All right. yeah. We need a male uh, profile name. We're gonna have a male profile. We have so. uh, another one called in as uh, Grundle Sweat. Grundle Sweat. Grundle Sweat. Thanks, Steve. Has potential. Yep. Anybody know what Grundle? Uh, our our he, friend Steve. He actually he sent, sent us a bunch. A few. Yeah. yeah. Cooter Cooter Grease. Ooh, I like Cooter Grease. I mean that. We'd have to add something fancy to it, like Cooter Grease 72450. Yeah. <laughs> Personalize yeah, it a bit. Surely it's taken already. Uh, one of my favorites is Golded Lily. Oh, mine was wow. Golded Twallops. Twallops. Golded Twallops. You know what I think that's supposed to These say? These are some rather uh, exotic Two lips. Uh, names. 
Oh God, <laughs> that's even better. It sure does. I just looked at that again. golden tulips, but I would actually prefer to call it twallops. Because <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> that sounds that much more disgusting. Play so, on words. So, I mean, twallops. That one's got my win so far. Jeez, golden twallops. Any that has a male slant to them. I mean, do you want to buy fancy workout sweat? Stained Star Wars underwear from Twitter lips or Twitter Gold, lips, whatever. Golden twallops. Golden twallops. <laughs> oh Probably not, man. Not a good market. I mean, movie. I love it. I'm nixing that. What one. about Gooch Lord? How can you pick Gooch Lord? That when could play Kitty to Musk? that could pra- play to a certain crowd. Kitty Musk. I like Kitty wow. Musk. No, hey, no, well, I mean that is FBI on our trail. Well, we could we could name it Bear Musk. You know, because he's he's a big bear. He's not a kitty. He's got that musk to him. You know. And I then I, I Tony, believe- I don't know what you smell like. I'm just saying. He's assuming. I'm assuming you smell you you. I would look at you and be like, that guy's. He's probably got some stank nuts. Well, with them short red shorts. There you go, stank nuts. There's a great name. With them short red shorts he's wearing. It looks like his twallops are golden. <laughs> Golden twallops. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's two lips, but I would if you put them together. If you two. put two lips together, I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but type that out on your phone or whatever. <laughs> type the word two t w o and then lips, and just put them together as one word. <laughs> twallops. It look. I, it looks like it's a golden twallops. <laughs> that's gonna be the winner. that makes it even better. That's the winner to me. That has to be golden twallops. Now we need to see if it's taken. What if it's taken? That'd be. There's, that'd be I'm I starting mean, to rethink the name of our band. <laughs> like, what, what, what in the hell are we even thinking? We could have been the, or we could have been Jason Lynam in the golden twallops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> golden. We could have wore rhinestone suits to every gig. More Goodwill finds, man. We would have played so many more shows at the Collins by now if we would have been gold. gold. Oh, Jason probably Lynham. so. Jason B. Lynham and the Golden Twallops. Y'all had to wear gold sequin suits. So is, please tell me that name is available. Hold on, we're creating a password. Yep, we're creating the password. Are we going to be male or female? You have female clicked on there. Yeah, I, well, no. Oh, yeah, we got to be male. Yeah. I will well, add no, that. I don't know, though. Star Wars underwear could pass for oh, female man. underwear, probably. Yeah. Because it's saying right here, you can. I don't know. We're, we're gonna. Yeah, we're a seller. Okay, I'm seeing what you're doing there. Yeah. Okay. Thcjamcast at gmail.com. There we go. I am 18 years old. Yes, yes. I am. <laughs> exactly. Sex. Yes, please. Join now for free. Here we go. The moment of truth. Is it taken? Username can only contain letters, numbers, and underscores. Oh, I put a space. Sorry. Oh, no space. Oh, no. We're put an underscore. Yeah, we're going to golded underscore, underscore twallops. Perfect. <laughs> you say potato, I say potato. <laughs> I say twallops, you say two lips. Oh, Here we go, shit. moment of truth. I have read and accept the terms of pantydeal.com. It wasn't taken. Has successfully created. Wow. Perfect. Now we have to click I offer and there's little check boxes. What do we offer it? Ooh. I offer. Use panties. Use mm. panties. Videos, webcam chats, photos, and sexting. Tony, what are you willing to do here? This is what I would say just start off. Let's, let's, let's start, start off minimal. Used. Let's leave yeah. them wanting more. Let's just go with used panties. Okay. Unclick all them other boxes. All right. We don't want to get any videos or photos. Yeah, because I don't want to have to upload that video. Yeah, I mean, nobody's got the RAM space for that. Golden yeah. twallops. Spread the butt mean, cheeks. Let's just stick I've to the drawers. Edit it. Guys with a name like that, we'll probably have so many dudes hitting us up. I mean, sure. That's cool as long as they're paying dudes. Where are you going to find the, the goods to send them? But there is we somebody out nothing. there right now that would give a $100 bill for it. What he's got on, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Save and continue. Like, soiled. Chances are it's a man. Oh, there's pictures. Woo, hello. Wow, I didn't know what we were were getting into here, fellas. 
There's 3,222 buyers online right now as we speak. So do you just like post it in the message board or is there a it like looks kind of like, let me tell you what this looks like. It looks kind of like a Facebook. It looks just like it's a Facebook. It looks like a Facebook or That's a LinkedIn or something like that or Twitter. Oh, we have pictures. Here we go. Tiffany Sugar. It's she some, has ooh, interesting. reposted the store from, yep, she's got her Victoria's Secret used undies on here. Click on them, see how much them bad boys are. <laughs> Let's see. You know, my birthday's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They got to have that good stank, though. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, posted 32 seconds ago. All right. These we'll are here fresh. <laughs> Tiffany she, Sugar. She's 28. She even still be wearing them. 25 bucks. Ooh, reasonable. One, one day wear. <laughs> Starting for 25. Bit. What I want to know is, yeah, see, they is have how many day wears. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. She, okay. okay. We have a twist, plot twist. All Evidently, right. she has not worn them yet. Here's the profile. Victoria's <laughs> Secret Cotton Hearts. I will wear them one day for $25. Oh, I get $10 you. for each additional day. Yep. Mm. Dang. So see, she would right be wearing back. dirty panties two days in a row. See, here's, the, here's the thing. You got to be charging more than that. That's what I'm saying. Come on, Tiffany. With her, with, oh, like, that sounds very specific. Yeah. Like, you're See, that's what I'm saying. There's a lane. Oh, wait, we have there. a message. We have a message. It just popped oh, up. Our little message box popped up. Oh, we have to upgrade our account to read the message. Well, piss on that. Tony, yeah. give us your debit card. <laughs> <laughs> What's your PayPal, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just let's go back and let's just browse here for a few more minutes yeah, and this see is what good. that kind of weird stuff floating around out there. I'm like, intrigued now. I don't like that one because it's my kid's name. That's gross. Oh, these are interesting. Jade There's Marie. a model wearing these. She's yep. actually In this picture, this lady is actually wearing the underwear. Mm -hmm. So you get a, a little visual treat with it. Yeah, it's, you can't see anything but legs. It's a Nothing pink like thong that. for $25. So, pink thong. Yep. So, so I'm surmising here that the going rate for... Used panties is around twenty five dollars. Mm -hmm. Twenty five dollars, okay. We'll For just a look. day of, I mean, could you could you imagine your side hustle being twenty five dollars to wear some used pants? I mean, to wear some panties. You're gonna be wearing them anyways, dude. Oh. I've got to be sitting on like hello six twenty five. Hey, here in we my go. Bedroom. Here's we a, have a here's pictures a and one. video bundle. Matt, read this out to our listeners. Pictures Tell them what we're looking at here. Video bundle. 20 bucks includes 70 pictures, three videos, two to four minutes each. So these this girl's just selling Very reasonable. pictures and videos. Very reasonable. But there's no panties on here. You She's know, for some guys out there, it is expensive as hell just to jerk off. I, I you know, mean, like, what's I guess the deal, that would be. I don't you know, know. I wonder if there's guys know that this shit, you can look at this shit for free on the internet. What's the uh, deal? I mean, is there's a lot of weird shit out there. Oh, we have a foot picture. Yep. Oh, here we go. Dom, foot worship, and face sitting. <laughs> you have my attention. <laughs> oh, my God. $10 Dom video. Foot worshiping. That's Message weird. me for details. I mean, so. Well, guys, there are some weird folks out there. Very, very <laughs> weird. Oh, Juicy Passion 26. Juicy Passion 26. Yeah. Come on back. Andrew, they have pictures, too. You're missing out over here. Yeah, man. Yeah, I see? Y'all can't see. Oh, it's got a kitten on it. Matt and Jason, they're they're looking at the computer. So, man, I'm just sitting over here in the recliner just hanging out, listening to the commentary on the pictures that they're seeing. I mean, there's just, it, there's not much to it. Um, no, if I had to describe it, it looks very similar. To, to a Facebook, yeah. you scroll up and down. There's different profiles. There's a little friends you can add over to the side. Yeah. I guess if you're like a regular, you know. I, I and I bet I'm just I'm just guessing here that there's some guys that sit out there and like have their favorite girls that they like reorder from, right? Surely. Oh yeah. I mean, because one time ain't gonna oh, yeah. ain't gonna scratch that itch. Yeah, you know, one, once I mean, you get that first. Ooh, Karen. You know, and it's just, she's back. Mm -hmm. Once you've tasted Carrie. No, Karen. 
No, hey, that, was, that was Karen. With hey, Tony, hand. can I grab one of your pictures? We're gonna we're gonna snap. <laughs> he said, "Get off my profile." <laughs> Tony's got a profile. He's he's requesting Matt to get off of it. He's he's gonna go home and do his own work on that. <laughs> That's right. He's got some panty. He's got some drawers to wear. <laughs> yeah, he's got some miles to run. That's right. <laughs> we gotta get ain't gonna sweat themselves. Yeah, we gotta get them things stank. <laughs> man, but I, that just shows you, man. Supply and demand. Our free market economy is strong. Oh yeah. So yeah, evidently it looks like there is some young ladies that make a really fine living selling their used drawers. I mean, these girls have to sell more than just one pair. And if they're selling videos, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get the the supply. I don't get the demand. But evidently it's a thing. We gotta. Everybody's gotta. Everybody gotta work. Everybody right. gotta make a living, right? That's right. Yeah, so, man. Uh, yeah, that's an so, easy side hustle. That is a yeah. If nothing else, that's a pretty easy side hustle. Seriously. You go by the Victoria's Secrets, go to the clearance aisle, buy you some drawers, have some perv, buy them. <laughs> like, and on know, that website, twenty-five bucks. Bam. You know, on, 25 the, bucks. on the website, they've got the, you know, they've got the hardcore people that are like, oh, I'll send you videos, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got the college chicks just trying to make some money. Sure. You know, 25 bucks. Make some drinking day, money. $10 after that. Yeah. That's a good well, job I don't to think have. I think it's safe to say that it's uh, entrepreneurship at its finest. It's exactly sure. right. With I mean a little lack of morality, I guess, but at the same time, her hey, panties. I mean, she got to wear them. A dollar is a dollar, man. Oh yeah, a dollar. And is if a you dollar. can get those Victoria's Secret or the pink ones, so Andrew, on when you're sale, outside oh, of selling your used panties. Uh, like tell us about sale. your work history. What, what what was like your first job? What'd you do when Andrew Gander turned sixteen years old? I don't know. Hell, you might have worked before you were sixteen. I don't oh know. yeah. When Andrew Gander out at Walcott was trying to make him some gas money to drive around out there, what what'd you do when you were a young man? Well, man, always always as a kid, I had to work and stuff. Like my my grandma ran this church camp, and I I worked on that when I was a little. We bit have taken a totally different direction her. now. Oh yeah, for sure. But anyways, that that was a whole that's a whole different story, a whole different day. But no, as far as like turning sixteen and actually going to work and getting a job out amongst common folk and whatnot, I went to work at Mazio's Pizza. Oh, dude, and, I used to love Mazio's. That oh, used yeah. to be one of the only places in Paragould where you could go in and order a pitcher of beer. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was then. This was around probably the year of two thousand and. Shit, man! You probably waited on me. Yeah, I think you probably I think made my pie. Was, I think it was man, in yeah. 2002, but I went to work there because I had, uh, at that time, I had a few friends that worked there. My friend Josh, my friend Mark, uh, and they they got me on up there, and I started working, and that was the funnest job that I ever had. And then I ended up getting. Tony here, I got Tony a job there at Mazio's, and we all worked together. And Tony just came straight on as a uh, a delivery driver. Now oh, I st- but I started, I just came on as a cook, and I worked as a cook. At they Mazio's. stuck your glass in the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! At Mazio's, it was it was all out there going on, but that was the funnest thing to do there at Mazio's. So I gotta ask, I I know that so. Did they have like a specific recipe? Like there was only so many pepperonis you could put on a pizza, only like so much cheese you could, or did you just like load that some bitch up? Oh no, on a uh, on a large pepperoni pizza, you put twenty five pepperonis on there if it's a one topping pizza. Now, if it was a two topping pizza and pep- pepperoni was a secondary topping, you'd put like eighteen pepperonis. So you had to count. There was math involved. Oh in yeah, you show. had to count. You put uh, ten ounces of mozzarella cheese onto a That's large. That's why pizza. your order took so long to get. You put yeah. six ounces of cheese onto a medium. And if it was like one of your buddies or so did, one of your school teachers or something, you'd throw them about 8.3 on that scale. Ooh, 27 pepperoni. You'd give them bitch. a fat sack on that mozzarella yeah. cheese for sure. So they didn't have this pre-measured out. You had to measure it out every single pizza? Oh, yeah. Like we had a, No, we there's got to be a better way. We had the table be there pizza. and we had all the cheese, but we just had scales and we had a bowl. So you put the bowl in there, get your tear weight, and then you would you just go and weigh stuff. 
I mean, you had to do it at some point. Like so you were in high school. So you were working this after school and on weekends. What would your typical, like, bring home paycheck be for a 16-year-old dude working at Mazio's, in putting 25 pieces of pepperoni on a large pizza? What was your, what kind of coin did you bring home? Um, I was working, I, I was working about probably 25, 30 hours a week. And we would get paid every two weeks. And I would, I mean, I would usually make, you know, seem like 180 bucks or something every couple of weeks. Just yeah. enough to keep you coming back. Or something. Yep. Yeah, man. It, it was, you know, it was 100 bucks a week, maybe. Hey, tell us, because you know your first job, you just, a lot of it's fuck offery. Oh, so sure. I know you had to have a good like your number one fuck offery story. Oh, there's all kinds the of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that went on there. Like I said, Tony, he was a delivery driver, and Tony was notorious for always driving extremely shitty vehicles. And he was out there having to drive them all the time and go to like go to these places and Tony, what was it? Well, his first vehicle was this old, probably 80s model S10 extended cab, but he rolled it about three times in front of Crowley's Ridge. College See, I would time. think a prerequisite but, for being a delivery driver would be having a dependable vehicle. Well, but it, but the thing is, they were just trying to have people work in there. Like, the dependable vehicle, that was coming second. So they had Tony working there. And then... Go out and man, one time he stalled out on a delivery, and I had to leave there from cooking. And I went to that intersection over there by the American Legion, and mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, I had yeah, it was his very first delivery. Oh nice, and, it didn't even make and it. Dude, I it think was, it's forty nine and forty nine B intersection. It was yep. like it was like mid January, and it was me and some cop that were it was a cop that was fatter than me and we were pushing tony's <laughs> damn gmc well i gotta ask did the pizza make its destination it sure did hell yes did the cop take it no how fucking no. funny would that be to order a pizza and a cop show up like no we tony's like the mailman he always delivers <laughs> rain sleet or snow pizza in my truck and then i think we had to we had to get tony's jimmy home somehow the next day or whatever i don't remember how that went so i guess he didn't deliver pizzas the next day then is that what you're saying oh no he probably did you might have took the pickle his uh his <laughs> <laughs> no his stepdad the pickle yeah his stepdad uh he had he had this old car man it was probably like a dude it had to have been like a 91 taurus a Ford Taurus, but it was like this green. old kind of bluish, metallic, greenish, <laughs> weather-faded. Man, I can torn. see this. That was a Ford color back then, like in the early nineties. I can see what I can see. I can visualize this color. And that car, that was just the name of that car. It was like, oh hey, yeah, oh you're meeting me here in this parking lot. Okay, I'll be in the pickle. You know, like <laughs> that car. It was you know, I too worked in the service industry. My first real job was at Dairy Queen in Paragould. Oh God, man, hated every minute of it. Hated it. Oh, I hate. Did, oh wait, 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 please. I'm gonna stop you here. Did did you work there in the day when they had the little thing that you put the tickets in and they I would sure slide did. it sure over did. an arch into the back and it would go. Yeah, what it was, no. it was the lady that was working up at the, or, or it wasn't the lady, it was probably a high school girl that was working up at the drive through window taking orders. She'd get the orders. This is before everything went digital. So she'd write the orders on an order pad, put it up on the little, on the little tram system, and then push it. Back to the cooks. We'd pull the ticket off. Look, we have a double cheeseburger, only bacon and mayonnaise, a small order of fries, and then we'd start making it. And there were different stations. Like one night you might be on the burger line. One night you might be on the grill line making Jim Dandies. All oh, that I love a Jim Where did you feel oh. that you really excelled on the lines at Dairy Queen? Well, you know, I was really an expert at French fries. Of course you were. Because, man, you just, they, on one side of you, you had the fryer. On the other side of you, you had a little cooler with all the fries in it. 
So when you got it, when that little thing went to the back, they'd say two fries. You'd get you a handful of fries, throw it in the fryer. You'd set it down in there and push the button. And then what I loved about it, you get to stand there for like three or four minutes while these some bitches cook and not. Do and anything. this was before uh, texting and cell phones. Sure. So what did you think about during those three minutes while the fries? Oh, dude, cooked? there was no telling what I was going to do oh. when I got off work, how much I hated what I was doing, how cute that girl's ass looked up there making the blizzard, you yeah. know, all, all this different stuff. But anyway, you'd make the fries, the buzzer would go off, you'd get them out, you'd shake the grease off of them, you'd put them in the fry thing, get the little get the little salt shaker, pour the salt all over them, kind of mix them up, and then they had a thing, you've seen them like McDonald's has, you scoop the fries and they go oh, right yeah. in the carton. Yeah, the little funnel thing. Done. Open funnel, yeah. It really appealed to my meticulous nature. You know, <laughs> beginning to end, man. I made hey, somebody happy with some You know what? Fries. If you if well, you were taking pride in a job back in the day, you know, you had you had something you could take pride in. That's, that's and after he, that, he got them one of my favorite right. jobs I had in high school, I left there because I got a job at the Daily Press delivering newspapers. Did you have a back? <clears throat> did you have a back? No. But I did Damn have Prob arguably the best paper route because I had everything from back. You know where Hardee's is that street that runs behind Hardee's. Yeah. I had everything from there to downtown and then Sundale Circle and Sunset Hills. Now at this time, early nineties, the Daily Press put out their papers in the afternoon, which butted up really well with my school schedule. So I'd get off of school. I would go over to Daily Press. They'd have the papers sitting on the back dock in like stacks of 50. So you had to, people don't know this, you had to basically wrap your own papers. So you unbundle them. I usually took a buddy with me because this was kind of a, if you had two people, it went by faster. So you had to actually get a bag of rubber bands, the papers. You'd fold the papers in half, fold them in half again, fold them in half again, three folds, slap the rubber band around it. Bam, some bitch is ready to throw it. Now, it really sucked on days it was raining because then you had to break out the bags. Locked and loaded. Yes, had to break out the bags. Oh, man. So, no, I would go about 3.15, pick up my papers. If I had a buddy with me, he could oh. roll them while I was throwing them. So I would drive and throw and he would roll, right? Uh, riding dirty. So, <clears throat> but uh, my, my senior year, they decided they were going to break that tradition they had of afternoon paper delivery and go to delivering first thing in the morning uh. like they do now. So they would put the papers out at like three in the morning. So most of the delivery drivers would be setting up there at the back dock because guys, some of these, I had a really good route right in the middle of the town. Some of these people went way out in the County, right? Yeah. Uh, or over on the East side of town or down South of town. So all the drivers would be sitting outside of the dock waiting for the papers to come out. You could use expect them about three in the morning. So about three in the morning, they put the papers out, which means I had to get up really early. So I'd go get my papers. I'd sit in there and I'd roll them and be pissed off Smuckle. about being up that early and then go driving around. Usually have my paper route done by five or five thirty, go home, take a shower, eat some breakfast and go to work. And that was actually it, the, the greatest thing about it is my route was real efficient. It was all those little streets kind of, like I said, behind Hardy's all the way downtown and sunset circle, sunset Hills. That was an easy little drive, you know, but the thing is there was a learning curve because not everybody gets a paper. So say you're driving through Sundale circle, you know, like maybe this house gets a paper, this house gets a paper, this house doesn't get a paper, this house gets a paper. So you had to know who had, so did you just have like didn't. a notebook of house numbers that when did I first started, I did, but you, you, it doesn't take long before you figure out who, who's a customer and who isn't right. So, uh, anyway, but the thing about that job that kind of sucked when it was raining, you had to bag the papers and it doesn't matter if it was snowing, sleeting, 20 degrees, whatever you had to get the papers out. Right. Sure. And they People also had a guy read that daily press, man, that's some of the best knowledge in the world, you know, right. and you know, sometimes you would miss a house just because, and you'd go home and the people would call you, Hey, uh, 1812 Sundell circle call didn't get their paper this morning. So you had to go back up there and you usually had a few spare papers laying around. You learned how to do that. And then you'd just take it and throw it up at their front door. So I knew it was there, you know, but yeah, it was, uh, I wouldn't want to do it again. It was decent money. They, they paid decent money and it, 
if I had if I'd have had one of those county because there was people that did county routes and it took like five, six, seven hours yeah. to go out and do all their papers. I could get mine done if I was on a good night in two, two and a half hours. Yeah, that'd be good. So yeah, that was that was a pretty good gig. I, I um actually after I uh, went to college at ASU, moved out to Jonesboro. My mom and dad actually kept that paper route and did that for a little while. It didn't take them long to figure out that uh, they didn't want to get up at three in the morning in the middle of January. Yeah. And do that though, so. yeah ain't nobody Matt, how about you? When when Matt was 16 years old out raising hell around Paragould, and we know Andrew was, was slinging in pepperoni pizzas at Mazio's. What, what, what was young Matt doing? Dude. You look like a haze man to me. No. Uh, he looks like a Ron John surf shop guy to me. <laughs> well, I don't think we have a franchise. <laughs> I don't, we, right we don't. <laughs> no, I worked at Dr. Pepper. Uh, Dad was the maintenance manager out there and got me on, and they've got like positions that they give kids those summer parents, help or something. Pretty much like, like, you know, me and there was three or four other guys that I knew from high school. Some went to Tech and Paragold, and uh, their dads worked there too. And so we would just part time. We'd go out to the warehouse and clean, and but then sometimes they would put us on the Mellow Moon line, and this is a damn machine that you send a twenty four case of cans through, and it stamps on both sides like plastic, and then it like the labels of the it bottles? heats it. Yeah, well, no, it of every like you're talking old school wrapping machine. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when you get a case cardboard case twenty four cans. Had the wrap on. Did they give you like a free case of new grape every every? No, but you got ten cent sodas out of the machine. Ten cent can sodas. That was nice. Really? Yeah. And I mean, most of it was fuck offery. Like when we when we go out to the warehouse, we'd just play wiffle ball, and like we we'd sweep up the aisles so it made it look good. But we'd so you push weren't it actively everything. involved in the bottling process. You were basically just a, no. And a, what's a, insane a is like factory a custodian. Work. Dick. Yes. Factory work in Paragould when I was a kid. I used to walk through it all day with Dad. No hearing protection. No head. PPE. No, simpler times. No PPE. Dude, I'd go in the filler room and it's fucking loud. I mean, you couldn't hear yourself think. We're just, hey guys, walking through. Yeah, don't bust your ass. It's kind of slick in here. But that was the whole thing. Like, See, I think the floor would be We got sticky. 99 problems and OSHA ain't one. Exactly. And Dad would be like, <laughs> we'd be walking through, and Dad would he'd be like, whoa, 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 get back behind me. Forklifts come around that corner, and just, just sure enough, burr, burr, just flying by. I'm like, dude, I'm like he developed seven like years old. Sense. <laughs> yeah. I was really young just walking around that place with Dad. Like, and now there's a nothing. Popeye's going to be there. Praise the Lord. Yeah, how about that? Popeyes, oh, there sure is. I've, man, Popeyes is okay, but I've never been like a, a huge seeker no. after Give me a Bojangles, I, though, I'm telling you. I will Dude, agree. Oh. I, I did on, on Matt and Stacy's review, I, me and Melissa, we did try out a Bojangles on our way home from somewhere, but we was in Tennessee and we stopped at Bojangles and that was an incredible chicken biscuit. <sighs> Tony, you ever been at Bojangles? Dude, it's just it's just a, a fast food chain, kind of like Popeye's, but it's Bojangles. And now it is not as it is not as good as Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A to me is a superior product. See, this is where it's apple and oranges to me. Like Chick-fil-A Bojangles is has got my Lord's votes, but calories. I see, I mean, I'm Bojangles 1, Chick-fil-A 2, and you're Chick-fil-A 1. What, who you got in your number I'm two Chick- spot? I'm Chick-fil-A 1. Uh, Bojangles did hold a close second. I have had some, quite honestly, I've had some good chicken sandwiches uh, from McDonald's. Not chicken sandwiches, but chicken biscuits. Oh, yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is they're not consistent enough. Sometimes you get them, and they're for me, they're not cooked good enough. God, Here we go, Andrews. Now, doughy Matt, biscuits. Okay. I love sending him pictures in the morning of doughy biscuits. I'm going to tell y'all a story. <laughs> this wasn't even planned, but I'm going to tell it anyhow. That should have been our our panty deal name, doughy biscuits. Oh goodness gracious! I'm going to tell you one time. Used to I used to stop at the Dodge store over on the east side of Paragold in the mornings on my me, way man. to work. And, man, I would usually stop in there if I needed to get a pack of cigarettes or whatever, and I would grab me, like, a Dr. Pepper and a sausage biscuit. 
And one day I got that sausage biscuit and I would eat it on my way to work. And I bit into that thing a couple of times and started chewing on it. And the middle of the biscuit wasn't done. It was like doughy. Well, I was like a damn dog that had got into some like peanut butter or something like it just got stuck to the roof of my mouth. <laughs> and I started gagging come about the uh, the dollar store. It's not the dollar. Family General. dollar. Family dollar. Yeah, you're come heading right dollar. by the overpass there. I've yeah. got to swerve into the family dollar parking lot and I puked all out the door of my truck. <laughs> Because I got that damn doughy biscuit hung in my mouth. And so this it, is... No, after that, I've never... That was... Matt, that's been eight years ago. I haven't bought a sausage biscuit at Dodge Store since then. They oh, lost man. Andrew's business, and that's some good damn breakfast business. Oh, Jesus. Hey, I, buy, I buy a sausage biscuit and lunch coffee almost every morning. Yeah, but you like your, you like your food undercooked. You eat the I doughy do. biscuits. I, I eat a rare steak. Or a medium rare steak. Now that's fine. Know. No, I do like a. Okay. I do like a not but undercooked. The man, but he not, s- he know. sends me pictures of these biscuits because I've <laughs> I've told him the biscuit story before. This isn't upon New Year's. This is the thing. Room. Yeah. But I we've talked about the biscuit story before, and he enjoys uncooked biscuits. It's not good. He sent me pictures and Snapchat slow motion. Of the dough and the goo and just separating from each other and stuff in these videos and it's disgusting. Well, I have, a, I have an unpopular opinion about about uh, Chick Fil A. Not a big Chick Fil A guy. That is very unpopular. I'm sorry you feel that way. Jason. Well, everything I eat there tastes like freaking pickles. I love pickles. Well, you know what? You can get no pickles, dude. I don't get pickles. I get a plain chicken sandwich. And I don't know what they do to that thing. They in the put back, pickles but on it. Tastes it tastes like and then pickles. When you say plain, then they take the pickles. I get off. chicken nuggets. Taste like pickles. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a plain pickles. I'm a plain guy too. Everything I get there, I either get if it's in the morning time, I, I get the mean. spicy chicken biscuit, or if it's at lunchtime, I get that spicy chicken sandwich. But I get them either if it's the morning time, I got the little tater pucks, or Ooh. if it's the lunchtime, get the waffle fries. And they're great. Plus, I'm not a real big fan of how they treat the gays. So, you know. Well, I mean, they've always been pretty cool to me. And I figured they'd be pretty cool to anybody that goes through there. I think that's, I think that's some internet problem. I mean, I'll there. eat it. I remember, uh, you know, their uh, their waffle fries are. Of pretty course, legit. you'll eat it. You know, I mean, I. It's I but it wouldn't be when if I if I'm going to Jonesboro, I can guarantee you, I ain't going to be like, hey. You know what we need to do? We need to go to Chick Fil A. Oh, no, there's, be there's, it's do. almost every time I'm in Jonesboro, I've got to go to Chick Fil A. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. why. I mean, that's it's a it's a close, very close second to Bojangles to me. Bojangles is number one. Nah, yeah, I can't. Well, I've always that. been a fan of Chick Fil A. Also, if you we're getting one in Memphis, by the way. Bojangles. If if the drive through is incredibly long at Chick Fil, as tell, it usually is, tell me a drive through. Though, Jace, tell me a drive-thru that you will get through quicker than Chick-fil-A. I can Wendy's. honestly say I have never been through the drive-thru in the Chick-fil-A at Jonesboro. They will have... I've probably been in the damn place once. They oh, will have fast. workers out there with iPads walking along and checking well, out I'm not vehicles. saying they don't run an efficient operation. Right. I'm just saying my palate is... Well, don't tell me their it. chicken sucks I, either because that's I did stupid. not say their chicken I sucked. I said it tastes like fucking pickles. And I don't like my chicken. Well, it doesn't it tastes taste like, like fucking pickles. pickles. I like pickles, but I don't like pickles and chicken. And when I exactly. eat the chicken, it doesn't taste like pickles. And dude, that's everywhere right. I go, like you can go to Walmart and buy like this southern fried generic chicken that's, you know, you know what they're trying to tell you. It's Chick-fil-A, right? So it tastes like freaking pickles. Well, I, like I don't it. get it. It's delicious. Just tell them to hold the pickles. Hey, man. dude, they don't. Of. It's not the pickles. It's something in the chicken breading. I don't know if they fry it in pickle grease. Or what? But I can guarantee I'm not the only one that holds this opinion. Nah, I don't know. Andrew, I mean, if we had it in here right now, I'd eat some. Do I'm you remember? Saying. Do you remember I don't how hate fast it. Wendy's was? I don't know about now. Oh, I've I've always been a pretty good fan. Have of you Wendy's. tried Wendy's breakfast? I've not. I've heard it's excellent. I didn't know Wendy's had breakfast. I've heard yeah. good things. I heard one negative review, and that's that they put mayonnaise on everything. I'm out. Yeah, but I mean, well, all you, you got to do is it ask without it. No I, think, I don't think that's like a 
your but I, but that, they've got like a bacon egg no. and cheese baconator the mayonnaise will be my will be your pickles and that'll be <laughs> see we all pickles. have our vices <laughs> yeah pickles I, is mine mayonnaise, mayonnaise is yours Hey, doughy biscuit. I'm not a big mayonnaise or Miracle Whip fan, but I'm a Duke's mayonnaise fan. Duke's. No, if Duke's it ain't Miracle Whip, you can, you can have it. If it ain't Miracle Whip, you can have it. Uh, you can have much. all of it. Ugh. I don't want them. Y'all motherfucking nasty talking about Miracle but Whip. But I am a huge anyway. fan of Wendy's, though. That That's probably... Oh, I love Andrew. It. I don't figure there's much you call. They're probably in a drive-through in Paraguay. There's not Dude, a I won a dollar. I won a dollar. From a guy in Wendy's in Jonesboro is when the triple baconator first come out. And uh, I walk up in there. I was working at DNW. I drove straight to Wendy's. And I was like, I'm going to eat. I was hungry as shit. I was like, I'm going to eat a triple baconator and large order of fries, large Coke. Bitch, I'm eating. And a Frosty. And I ordered it. And the dude behind the counter, he's a black guy, and he was like, he was like, dude, I bet you you cannot eat that. He looked at my size. He said, you can't eat that. He said, I bet you a dollar you can't eat it. I had a to-go meal, and I got ketchup. I got all my shit I needed. I sat it on that table. He was just like looking at me, and he was like, here's your order, man. And I just sat down. Now it's busted out. Right? Yeah, busted out my. It's on. Yeah, busted out my triple, my large, and I conquered that bitch. And then he came over to me, and he was like, I owe you this, and he laid a dollar on the table. That's a very intense moment. Yeah, like that's. I've got a story about. I think I've told Andrew this story for before. as bad as I am. I've never been a huge power eater. Yeah, I can't. I, that that was my heyday. I was right in the thick of it. I was doing a tough job, but at did the same you have time, the long was, hair at this point? No, I I trimmed it. Oh, okay. It was normal hair. So yeah, I've got a. I'll bank this story for for another time, but I've got an embarrassing food story about uh, front. Front Page Cafe in Jonesboro. Actually, I've got a couple of embarrassing food stories about Front Page Cafe in Jonesboro. I was on a date in one, but that's a story for the other time. So I think we're going <laughs> to wrap things up tonight. This is the THC Jamcast coming to you live from Andrew's living room. Once again, right. with you, Jason Lottom, Matt Trepo, Andrew Gander. Y'all be nice to each other this week. Remember, it's just a ride, as Bill Hicks once said. Say See goodbye, you. Andrew. Peace out, folks. Love yous.